Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. She walks by, the mean folks can't even grow. Literally, good evening, Jack. Literally. I know, I sound like... This has turned into literally, the PBS. Literally, <laughs> literally, Most people don't know what that's about. A lot of people know that. What was that PBS news hour on Sunday nights? It was really dry. Turning in my openings, the, these cold openings with me being, good evening, Jack. And I, Because I just can't... The Jack thing, I can't... I can't... I rack my brain, and, and I don't want to, you know... And I can't get outside help, as you pointed out, so, you well, know... Well, no, it takes the fun off of... Fun out of yeah. it, if you're looking stuff up. Yes. Uh, right before we went into... Uh, uh, recording, he casually brought up. I just saw the commercial for the brand new La Crusette Harry Potter La Crusette, and you squealed like a little I girl. It was did, great. It, well, but it was, and the whole time I'm like, and I'm looking at because you don't see who the maker, who the manufacturer until is the until end, the very right? end. Yeah, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like. <gasps> Oh my God! Yeah. It's gonna be the. Oh my God! I so want to get you some of that for Christmas. No, but you've got, no, you don't no, need no, any no, of it. No, no, <laughs> not well. First of all, not only do I not need any of it, it's gonna. It be did a look, bucks. but I'm saying just from the commercial, I'm like, oh, that looks really good. It looks like decent quality. Oh, and then of course <laughs> Harry Potter. Locker set. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't I can't afford regular locker yeah. set. Harry, well, like, that, isn't that the gold I'm standard of, spit. Of, of bakeware? It's just so it, I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm not saying it's not a good yeah. product. I'm simply saying that it's really expensive. And uh, you I can get this for what my needs are. Yeah. I don't need to spend four hundred dollars on a little one cup pan. America's so, test kitchen, all their stuff is locker set. But they are also, you know, yeah, they've company. got deep pockets, yeah. And I'm not saying it's not nice. I'm not saying I don't want it. I'm saying, actually, look to the left, look to the right. This is kind of amusing. I have a very uh, uh, sarcastic friend. Oh, that's an understatement. He's the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, I'm not going to name his name, but, you know, but, you know. Well, is it Frank? No. (laughs) It's not Frank. Would you stop? Would you just (laughs) let me tell the story? So he has probably got every piece of La Crusade. Okay. La La from West Virginia. La Crusade. Oh, is he the one who you have to, he has to give it to you in his will? Yes. Okay, I know So he's been making jokes and I have an ongoing thing with people that I know and anybody that I meet that I become friendly with at some point or another, I'm, these words are going to come out of my mouth to them. Hey, put it in your will that when you You die, die. I want your cars and I want your guns because those are those things that just kind of, I mean, there are people who need cars and stuff like that, but I have, I know people who have cars they don't need. And I'm like, if you, yay, hey, if you drop dead, can, let me have your car. The neighbor. Not unreasonable. But, I, but I'm not, you know. And when I, I, and I say that, I mean, that's completely unreasonable. I mean, but it's funny. But, so uh, he has since moved from the East Coast to the West Coast. And he. La Crusette's heavy. He, and La Crusette's <laughs> very heavy. And he is highly amused by me and the way I view the world and the way I look at things. So he's highly, highly amused. So does your by, therapist. So does my therapist, exactly. So and I said. me and Joe. Well, most your mom and dad, yeah, your sister. People who that guy me. down the street, yeah, Pebbles, yeah, yeah, uh, like, Jessica. Oh, uh, your naming, sister. You're naming names. <laughs> Everybody man, looks at you with, with, with wonder. <laughs> what is he going to say next? So uh, the joke came about like. You know, well, hey, who's getting all your nice shit when you die? Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of a thing. And, uh, well, you know, and it turned into a, a, a fun volley. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I, I do sometimes come across as gold dig it, yes. digger-ish. Yes. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I'm really not. But, but you know, whatever. Yeah, okay. But, and, you know, being self-aware, that's well, how No, no, no. I'm fully aware of my snobbish. Or, a- that's not, Avarice? I don't think that's the right word. I just like nice things. I don't and, think that's and, gold. Want them. Well, you want, want them. Well, you, you just want them. Well, though. I want them, but <laughs> you don't you know, really work. But I'm not gonna, you want them to be given to you. No, I. <laughs> I paid for everything that no, I own. when you say to somebody, give but, but me I'm your just, stuff. But, but I'm saying And then you flash them a little dead. leg. You're going to you know, die. You pull your pant leg up and you flex your calf muscle. Well, I muscle. do that by having nice legs. I do that because my point is, you're going to die. No one's going to want this shit. Give it to me. Now, I'm not sure if he actually did this. He said he did. I have no idea if this is true or not. Okay. He said he put in a, a thing in his will uh-huh. that I get all of his La Crusette and there is a, there's going to be a subsidy to pay for the shipping okay 
that I get a check for. However, the caveat, (laughs) it has to come collection upon delivery. (laughs) So I have to accept it and pay for it. COD. Isn't it fun that you're in a kooky will kind of thing like that? You know, like sitcoms are based on. You know what I mean? It's like a sitcom based. Oh, in the will. If I don't spend the night in the haunted mansion, I don't get the money. And if I don't do a caveat emptor or whatever. Isn't that funny? I think it's absolutely hysterical. All right. And of course, you know, I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, you're up for kooky stuff like I that. I think it's hysterical. This yes. is straight out of So clue. he's even going to give me the money to pay for the shipping, but I have to do it COD to make the big deal about what it. What if he but dies under suspicious circumstances? For a set of Yeah, Come on. I would be looking at you hard. Oh, Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, you're just incriminating yourself. I am not going to kill somebody for a set of pots and pans. Wouldn't you? Actually, because Gag. what would I do with it? Yeah, you have no room for Where it. Where would I put it? Doesn't His matter. kitchen is bigger than my whole first floor. I don't know. I think motive, Your Honor. It goes to motive. You're in the dock over there, and you've got you're in the black and white striped prison suit. You've oh, got that's all hilarious. Drinking a martini. I'm the, I'm the attorney Woo. prosecuting. Well, I'm like, uh, goes to motive, Your Honor. <laughs> he's fully capable of this kind of crime. I know what he's capable of. And then I have character witnesses, and they're lined about the door. <laughs> he asked for my guns too. That's really just, you funny. know, your friends, your cousins, everybody's like, they're on again. He asked you know? for my car, my guns too. Yeah. All right. Before we funny. go any further, Uh-oh. I want to clear something up. <gasps> Thanks everybody who's still currently playing the last Christmas game. Yes. For those of you who don't know, the last Christmas game is you see who well, can go you know the this longest. Is be, this this you... is going out next week. Oh, so with okay, Christmas season, You're gonna start it's right. going out with it. It will be out before Christmas. Okay. The last Christmas game is. You get a bunch of people together, and you see who can go the longest without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. Can't be a cover song. It can't be a portion of it. It's got to be, the song has got to be playing. It can't just be in the background for a commercial. Well, if it's in a commercial and it's Wham, that counts. It, no, it's got to be, at, you've got to be hearing it because on the radio. Because you're never good. No. Yes. You're, yes, you're getting no, no, no. the rules all mixed no, up. No, this is the rules. This is my game as I learned it from uh, my friend Tim. Okay. It just has to be playing in like a CVS or on the radio. It can't be just a snippet. It's got to be somewhere okay. where the whole song all is right, playing. All right, all right, We have friends playing it now some people are in some people are out i was out early i made it almost to christmas last year i made it i made it the whole i made it past christmas last year wow you are a rare bird indeed well because because when christmas comes about if i want to listen to christmas music i listen to my own cd okay well because i like dooby dooby doo okay so you You have that buffer built in that's just like a force field so george michael can't get through right he produced that single so in the video they filmed it in Switzerland. <laughs> it was a canton in the southwest part of. The, if you were wondering that 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 gondola they take, because it's really lush. So in the video you got to pay close attention. George Michael in a flashback in the video gives his girlfriend a brooch. I don't know if I've and ever she's seen it. She's wearing it. So then when they're actually at the uh, chalet at the top of the mountain, then his girlfriend is broken up with him, and now she's going out with I think Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> Andrew has said brooch on, but he's wearing it upside down. Oh. So there's the symbolism in there. And I just want, you know, any of you following along, rewatch the video, look at well, it. No, you can't watch it it's, until after Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, great. <laughs> Anybody who's out, watch it. It's a nuanced, layered video that I just think is fantastic. But we're not here to talk about Wham. We're not here to talk about La Crusette. We're here to talk about murder. Murder! Which is what we like to do best of we all. We do. We talk about it. I talk about it way too much. Yeah. Or not enough. Well, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is an ID production. We're giving Forensic Files and Oxygen the week off. Oh. And here, let's do our thing. This series is called Evil Lives Here. Evil Lives Here. Yeah, season 10. Season 10. Episode 13. Episode 13. And he fed him to the gators. He fed him to the gators. That's the title. And of course, I was like, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what's that? <laughs> I I wasn't so sure about this episode, but you were like, you really spoke to you. So oh my God, yes. I've watched it three times now, so I'm looking at the back I of my think, hand. I've never, uh, this evil lives here. I might have to look into the series a little bit more. I, I, the, I, oh, the, the music well, is they're terrifying. All part of, aren't they all part of Oxygen somehow oh, or this another? This is ID. Oh, ID is a com- sorry, sorry, sorry. ID is oxygen's biggest competitor. Not not that that ruins what we're talking about, but this ding dong that we're going to talk yeah. about. There's three different shows out there about him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, he, he's really yeah, yeah, yeah. for this, but um, yeah, fed him to the gators. I was like, oh. I gotta watch that one. <laughs> Remember when you were a kid and you stopped at the gas station in Florida and they were selling baby gators yes, in the bathtub? In the bathtub and you asked behind, your dad? Dad's like, no, you're not gonna, no. If I asked, my dad would just get been annoyed with me. He wouldn't have humored me. He wouldn't have been funny. He would have just, just got annoyed that I even asked. But your dad was like, but what that, are we gonna do with it? <laughs> what are we gonna do 
we gonna? Because that feeds into that old the old urban legend of the alligators and the going into the sewers. sewers. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Well, we lived on a lake. I could have just thrown in the lake, and then it would know. kill people because your lake in Florida it had gators. Yeah. It would have been fine. It wouldn't have been. It probably would have been a crocodile ruined the whole ecosystem or something. Crocodiles anyway. are more dangerous. Than <gasps> Oopsie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll get. We're getting <laughs> way off. <laughs> All right. So okay, back uh, to the story. Yeah, and the, gators. The opening music of "Evil Lives Here" is terrifying. It's very scary. <laughs> See what I mean? It is chilling. It starts out with a woman on a couch, and she's looking through VHS tapes. We learn her name is Robin Berry, and she's wondering why she's going to even look at these videotapes at all. We know this is leading up to the case of what we're about to learn, but we don't know what's on the tapes. And then we see videotapes of a guy with a long hair, digital, you know, kind of jumpy, shitty, well, yeah. you know, parties, you know, just the kind of stuff you would have taken 25 Listen, years ago on your camera. the title's called He Fed Him to the Gators. The picture you have in your head of somebody who would feed people to the gators oh, well put. is exactly what he looks well like. Well put. Well put. That's a, You got that in your head, guys? That's exactly what it's going to look like when you finally see his picture. She's worried about watching these tapes because she's afraid she's going to see red flags and she's going to start blaming herself. And you're going to have to work with me on this one, Jack. I'm going to come off as an entitled white male privileged work with me because I am going to say the red flags start hot and heavy and I am like, what is your problem? We we, we we watched it together at one point and I even was like, why do you dislike why are you so mean to her? I I'm said not mad that at her, you. I'm just like. No, 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 you were being mean to her and I'm like, she why are you being so, she's not the one who murdered him. <laughs> oh, alright well. <laughs> okay, here we go. I've never looked at any of the tapes. Honestly, I always meant to go through them and see what was on there, but I just haven't. I'm afraid to watch them, because if I look at these and I see something that was a red flag, beat myself up because why didn't I see that was so obvious, you know? Right off the bat, Robin, hand tattoos, no. You need to touch up your roots. That was from you. You are such a mean girl. You are such a mean no, girl. No, no. You become a, uh, you know the funny part? Good company in the car. I have made Kevin more of a mean oh, girl just, than he was. You wouldn't want to point it out about her roots. I'm I, stealing that from you. And uh, Okay, I'm sure that I made that statement, but my point of that was she knew she was going to be on TV. Okay. Get your roots done. Uh-huh. That's, That's exactly what you said. Oh, that's exactly what I yeah, said? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, verbatim. But the thing is, she says red flags. Robin, Robin, sit down. <laughs> Look me square in the face. Robin, he has a mullet that goes all the way to his ass. <laughs> in his wedding photos, he looks like he just murdered. But, uh, no, the red flag. And you got some red flags too, Robin. Those hand tattoos are terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Is you, it? Is that, <laughs> I think I, I say this with kindness. Mm-hmm. I think you're being slightly but not elitist. Talk me down. But you're are you, but, you know you, this was not your world. No, it wasn't. This was not your no. world. No, no, no. Now you know you you, you know, nobody no. you know has, has a hand tattoo. Although I I like a good no no hand hand tattoos are a bad idea. <laughs> um, tattoos are kind of a bad. You know it's only the only thing that's worse than a hand tattoo Uh-oh. is. The rose on the shoulder blade with a touch of class underneath it. Oh. That's that's it. This is you know the tramp stamp. Yeah, give it a pass. That's become the granny stamp. But the rose tattoo, touch of class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love busting out. You are really being very snobby right I now. Will, right. There's nothing. Please send your hate mail. Send it to Kevin. 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 <laughs> Kevin. Nobody in Kevin's family has a tattoo uh, no. at all. No, but I it, that, that that's my journey. Um, <laughs> He's but, very very white. white. <laughs> um, now now here now I, I do under. I, I do appreciate this though, because Robin starts getting upset because she's really I I I can understand she's been he, this guy was so creepily shockingly abusive just starting to talk about it she gets pretty emotional yeah, right I off th- the bat I don't think she is I don't think that since this time she has looked at anything or seen anything right, right? so it is all like it's very it's, raw it's for very her. raw for her and and, and I she, did have a lot of I had a lot of sympathy I did for too her. at that point she and she said can we stop I don't I don't know if I can do this I feel right now. Like I did when I was living with him. Can I stop? 
She literally was like, I know you've set this all up. I don't know if I can go through with this. We may just have to cancel doing this. But to her credit, she gets herself together. And ultimately, it's it's a healthy thing for doing this, I think. But we'll get there. Yes. Okay, so we see his mugshot, and he Oof. looks a hell of a lot better with a crew cut. I, you know, he's not a bad-looking guy with a crew cut, but with that mullet, I just pulls focus. I can't not I can't oh, not look at the mullet. Lord. He does look like a backwoods, uh, a backwoodsy, southerny kind of a, you know, I can live off the land kind of a guy. And, you know? oh, oh, and ominously, b- before this, while she's talking, and then they're going from one one scene to another. You see on-screen text that tells her her ex-husband Craig has been bragging for years about a murder he got away with. So that sets the tone for this this episode. So we exactly. know something like that is going on. And uh, he he was a devil in disguise. So we learned that Robin grew up in New London, Connecticut, and she was a photographer with the Navy. I grew up in New London, Connecticut. I was in the Navy as a photographer's mate when I divorced with my first husband. My life was a mess, and it was a decision for him to raise the children. And this was back in 1985. I needed a change. I just wanted to move somewhere where there was no snow. I wanted a fresh start. And after her first divorce, her husband got the kids, and she wanted to move somewhere warm. I think he can do better than Georgia when it comes to warm, Robin, but I feel Well, from him. Connecticut to Georgia, that's yeah, a significant difference. Yeah, when I moved from difference. upstate New York to Maryland, you I thought, thought we were You thought you were in the tropics. Yeah, yeah exactly. This was in 1985. It took her nine years to get down to Georgia, but she got down there in 1994 and she met Craig Thrift in August of 98. Now, I want to address the reenactors in this. <laughs> Reenactment Robin looks nothing like real life Robin. Reenactment Craig looks nothing like actual Craig. And ID, I know this is Forensic Files strength, but ID, you got to do a little better. These weren't even close, right? Well, I kept what did you saying, think? I kept saying those houses look really nice. That looks oh. like a really nice. Oh, house. The, the interviews that they're doing, Rob, the the reenactments, the reenactment houses are spectacular oh, yeah, mansions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the house that Robin's being interviewed in. I'm well, like, that's that not I her said house. that looked like a set. That didn't look real. I kept he, saying to you that like, doesn't look like a set. Yeah. So well, she's she's in a way she said she you know she's it makes it a little more terrifying if you think it's happening in these really nice homes when it's kind of squalid you're like well shit like that goes on in shitty houses oh my god <laughs> send the hate mail care Kevin. Kevin so Go in Kevin the reenactment Robin's coming into this room they've got a big party the night before at someone's house and there's a dude on the couch and he's just waking up and there's beer bottles and whiskey bottles and everything and they lock eyes and it's like love at first sight when I looked at him it was instant chemistry I just immediately thought that's the one I had the butterflies and the Constant grin. Right. Well, and I know I know you and I have had conversations about this before that you've never met someone with like some I say animal magnetism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, we're all familiar so, with that. So you know, so this woman meets yeah. this guy mm. and she's like, Hey and she's a bit of a lost soul. She's looking for love and a right. second chance. On screen text says Robin had no idea she had fallen for a killer. <laughs> but there had been signs. <laughs> the mullet. I'm always gonna go to the mullet. But So she's at a party and they had gotten into a pattern of after work, all of them would get together at each other's houses. They would play darts. They play cards. They do whatever. They drink beer. We're all, it was a I'm, group of friends uh, hanging out. Yes, I get it. One night, a guy named Jack. Me? Yes. I wasn't there. No. Pulls her aside and he says, you know, I know you're really happy with Craig and Craig and you are having a good time. And I know everybody tells you that Craig's never seemed happier. He's a bad dude. This is not him. What you're seeing is him trying to sell himself to you. You really, really, really need to stay on your toes. And then Robin was like, I just don't see that in him. I think maybe Jack wants me to break up or kind of distance myself from Craig because maybe Jack wants to go out with me. So she now, dismisses I it. I didn't take that that way at all. That's what she said. But when Jack told me that, I honestly dismissed it. I haven't seen that. I thought that Jack was interested in me and that's why he wanted me to get away from Craig. That's why I dismissed it. I really thought that he he had ulterior motives, you know. Because I saw it as she, everybody said to her, they've never seen him so happy. Right. They've never seen him so happy. They've never seen him so happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kept That's saying. That's what I like, said, right? So when the so when this guy's taking her aside, he's like, "Listen, you know, this is a warning. Yeah, he seems really happy, but we know he's not this." And she had fallen for the the love, for you know, the fun guy, yeah. the fun happy guy. I kept 
kept saying this to you when we were watching it. She loved him. You always seem to lose that that track that, on that, that component. But but I, but what I was saying, but I think I'm saying what you're saying is that she she did, just didn't see that. He was trying to. You've been warned, Robin. You know he said yeah. this, but she didn't see it. And then she's like, "Well, maybe you have an agenda." But I I'm just not feeling this. Other people are saying he's never been happier. They move in together. That was in the summer and ninety whatever that year they met ninety four and. Around Christmas time, he comes home drunk. On first Christmas Eve, a couple of months into the relationship, he came home angry for no reason that I know of. I could tell he was drunk. He was slurring his words and kind of wobbling around. He said, woman, get in that kitchen and make me something to eat. I thought he was joking. I hadn't seen the mean part of him yet, so I wasn't afraid to stand up to him. So she's not scared of him at this point, and she she fires back, and he's thrown her into the wall, and she's like, what the hell is wrong? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It'll never happen again. And nothing does happen again for a couple of years. So which at this is, point- which, which is one of those things like, whoa, is he not as crazy as he's coming across or he really cares or he's really trying or, and I'm not defending him, but you know, maybe he's like, I really do actually love her and I yeah. don't want to fuck this up. So maybe, then, yeah, I don't know. This helps to explain her reluctance to leave for a long time because because she's fallen in love with him. And she hasn't had the negative experiences with him that everybody else seems to right. have. Right. And, and yet. Not yet. 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 And in high Insight, she says, but I desperately wanted things to work because I thought I knew him. I thought I knew that he was my soulmate. So she really wanted this to work. So she was willing to overlook that. And then she started to notice that Craig really liked hurting people, not physically, but mentally, just teasing them people. about a, yeah. a, a lost parent, uh, a job opportunity that didn't go right. Just just shitty, shitty, shitty stuff. We all know a person like that who enjoys antagonizing people. So one day, Robin in passing mentions to Craig that they've run up a lot of credit card debt and they she doesn't think it's a really good idea. They're going to go away for a little weekend, get away. She said, you know what? Honestly... That's an irresponsible thing to do. And then he just offhandedly says, don't worry about it. Our finances are going to be fine. Just give it a few more months and we'll have all the money we need. And don't worry about it. Robin is like, wait, wait what are you talking about? <laughs> and that's when we learn about the life insurance. And he said, years ago, me and my cousin Terry, we got life insurance policies on each other. And now that he's missing, as soon as he's declared dead, I come into all that money. So don't worry too much. So he took out life insurance on his cousin. Who does that? So I'm with Robin. Do you is, would you take out life insurance on your cousin? Listen, I would take out life insurance on anybody who would let me take out life insurance because the, and then kill them. No, <laughs> I still to me. Life, I know it's really great. I with think you. <laughs> life insurance is a great idea. You know the people in your so family. A lot of killers. I, I well, but I but. <laughs> I know, see, I can't even talk your about it. Your parents have got a bunch of insurance policies have, on you. My parents had life insurance policies on me. Because they were afraid they were going to kill you. Well, <laughs> or know that you'd get killed. Because you were reckless, right, I with your probably, bike and stuff, right out yeah, in the traffic. And so so to me, the idea of Child having, molesters, come you know, into my car, yeah, sure, you got okay, candy. You got candy, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, to me, life insurance is not, if, if there is a reason, you just can't take life insurance person out on some yeah. random person. But my understanding is that these two guys, when they were younger, were, they were close, really close and they the blah, blah, blah. Okay, so. They had life insurance policies on each other, according to... Right. We don't know if that's true or not. It was true. Oh, it was true. So, yes. But according to but Terry... Right, this was okay. in ni- so, in 1991, Terry goes missing. They find his car parked out in the Okefenokee Swamp. Uh, the ignition's on. The gas is gone. The battery's dead. Robin didn't know anything about this. She got down to Georgia in 1994. This is the first time Craig has mentioned him. And she's like, if you were like brothers and he's gone missing... Why am I never hearing this? And why are you saying you're just waiting for him to be declared dead? Because maybe he just wanted to disappear. I did it. I thought Terry just ran away. Some people do. I did. I ran away from Connecticut. I did it. You know, maybe he had to do the same thing. Fresh start. But no, Craig. Craig just is pretty sure he's going to be declared dead. He, he just says they never he found a body. He was waiting for the time. He was huh? waiting for the time. Whatever the time span was from the disappearance, reported missing. They uh, they the, there's they, a, there's, there's a, a time there's right. A the insurance time policy is like after ten years or whatever. You 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 know once they're declared missing. Right. Once they're declared missing. So yeah. so a, a person could in theory disappear, mm-hmm. but no one has declared them missing for ten or fifteen years. Right. Then they then they say they've the been missing, starts. and that's when the clock starts. We never learn ID. Thank you very much. If he ever got the money, oh. 
They never say it. They never mention whether he got it or not. Oh, they my goodness. Move, they just move on to, no. they got married in November of 2000. Well, I would assume, by the way, the story was told that they were, that they did. Ne- there was never, ne- huh. never confirmed, and I went online to look for it. I could find nothing well, about it. Well, how would you, and there's no way that's going to be proven. Okay. Right. So, so they move into a nice house. The reenactment house cannot be the house they're living in. It's gorgeous, right? That's what I said. I don't the know what you're is- doing with that idea. Is it making it more believable but, or more romantic? And we also romantic? have no idea what they do. For, there, there's no discussion it of what It sounds like she doesn't work. Apparently, Craig was really into telling really exaggerated stories emphatically to try well, to get her to believe people. them. Yes. And then at the last minute, he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. So they're watching a movie one night, and it is set in a swamp. I think it was a war movie. And he just casually to her says one time, that's where I put Terry. And she said... You know what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was having an affair with my wife. I killed him. I chopped him up and I threw him in the swamp. He's gator bait. And I was just like, you're kidding, right? He's like, nope, dead serious. I killed him and put him in the swamp because he was sleeping with my wife. And I just believed that that was just one of his silly jokes. I was waiting for the punchline. And she's and like, she's laughing. Yeah. And she's like, you're fucking you're with me, right? Yeah, because this is the this is the pattern that he normally see how far he could screw with someone before they would go, oh, because he the way she described it, he loved getting like getting them to believe an outlandish yeah, story. Yeah, and then Glassman be and like, you idiot. You're stupid. Yeah, or something. He like sounds that. super annoying. Well, you know, he had a mullet. He started telling this story more and more as the years went by, and then he started to use it to threaten her. One night he comes home drunk and he lays into her and he's telling her she's ugly and she's dumb and she's lazy and he's gonna make her d- a gator bait. And this one night she finally is like, he's not he's kidding. Not he, he really, yeah. he, we've turned a corner. He doesn't... <gasps> And he even, and that was one of the things in the very beginning we we really didn't go over when she's talking about those videos. Mm-hmm. She, there's one, there's one video of him where she goes, "That's the face." Yes, that's the face. And she was really big on reenacting it. She, she went from smiling to frowning. Well, but I follow that. Yeah. I I totally got that. The, you, you know, if there's someone that's in your life that you're really that, you know, you yeah, know that, that well, you can read them. Yeah. And if you can read them, you can tell that's all. Oh, oh, and she said oh. her friends too. It's like, oh, he's got the face. Yeah, yeah. He's got, it, yeah, we're gonna yeah, get yeah. some. We're gonna get some mm-hmm. shit out of him. At this point, I'm like, get the hell out of there. And she's like, That's I'm, I'm he's I gonna say. he's gonna kill me. <laughs> Just leave. He's gonna this is Just where leave. I'm I He told me that he got away with murder for 20 years. Not a problem. He's done it before, he'll do it again. The look in Craig's eye was pure hatred. It was very scary. And it made me believe every word he was saying. Her rationale is, where do I, I where can I go? Mike, I wasn't close with my family in Connecticut. I didn't have anywhere to go. I'm like, your sister-in-law's couch in Davenport, Iowa but would have been I better. But I am saying to you, this is something that's a little out of your realm. Uh-huh. A lot of women, especially women, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's people, you know, yeah. whatever. They don't feel like they have what, how they're going to feed, clothe, how they have no money. Yeah. How I mean, are they I know gonna, I'm, I'm just coming I mean, at this I hate the wrong to use, angle. I hate to use that Julia, what was that Julia Roberts movie where she, uh, oh, uh, that Julia Child, Julia Child, Julia, Child Julia, movie? Julia Robert movie, <laughs> Sleeping with the Enemy. I prefer where, thinking of Julia Child in the sleep role. Where she's got this big, beautiful house uh-huh. and she's got all this money and everything, but her husband is super controlling and is and is abusive and mean and controlling and, and she faked her death to get away. Now, I remember reading the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, she leaves. Was it better than the movie? Oh, of course it was. Always. But you know, in the movie, she's wealthy and she has all this money and she's able to get away in a much yeah. cleaner way. In the book, it's like she leaves with like five dollars. Yeah, and, you know this kind of a thing, and I—I I, I mean, I get—I get I'm me saying, not getting it. But, it, it but because, I'm not being well because you because there's a lot of people who, who will say, "Well, just leave, just leave." Mm-hmm. They don't feel they have any place to, to go. go. All right, so well, I, I, I I'm not right. defending her or her actions. I'm not saying, but I think that I've heard this from women who said. Well, what am I gonna? Where am I gonna yeah, go? Like yeah. you know, the, and and a lot of women feel that men, especially in these type of situations, hold all the power. Well, they, he literally did. He's yes. a big dude. Well, yeah, he really is a big guy. He's scary. And he's bragging that he's, he's killed someone, and no it, one seems to care. Well, it comes back to Conan, which I think but, is great. Up but until this, it's point, a scary thing. It he's has a scary, not happened, and yeah. I understand why she's afraid of him. So now we get the weird thing about he asks her to buy him a picture frame. She buys it and then he populates it with newspaper clippings of the murder or the, the disappearance of Terry Rouse, his cousin, and how investigators it's a dead end, and how actually Craig was the prime suspect. The, the, in the reenactment, they show her taking it down and 
facing the wall, and then he comes back in and puts it back up, uh, and they go through this ridiculous back and forth of her taking it down. That's morbid. Why would you do this? And you know, but at some point, he's the one that's in charge. He gets his way. He's it's going to hang there whether she likes it or not. Yeah. Obviously, that's what I got out of it. Well, it, yeah, he keeps saying that they never found a body. So uh, at this point, she is sure he's going to kill her, and they're moving to a new house, and she comes across in the reenactment. They're in the bedroom putting clothes away. She comes across this green lockbox, just the tabletop green lockbox, and she asks him what's in there, and he says, that's my personal stuff. And then she keeps pushing. I really want to know what's in there. And then it's kind of childish, and I'm not too into this bit, Robin. I was, like, shaking it. I said, what's in this? He said, that's mine. It's my private things. You just leave it alone. I'm nosy. I'm very nosy. I want to know. I want to know what's that? What's that? Where's that? I'm like a little child. What's this? What's that? And I was like, really? I want to know what's in it. Open it up. I want to see what's in it. I want to know what's in there. What's in there? You know what this guy's like. You're pushing his buttons. He's a dick. You know he's going to blow up. And finally he snaps. and He's like, don't ever open that up. And that's my thing. But the way she described it, you're living with this guy who's a powder keg. (laughs) You know, I, I just because you're curious. It's so funny how I'm just looking at this from a completely different. I, that's perspective why I'm glad you're here. So think of it from think of it from the perspective of she was with him for 20 years or whatever. Uh, it wasn't I don't know. She was with him for for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. She, this is her relationship and everything. She's not thinking that there is this horrible thing on the other side. Now she's got to reduce that entire 15 years to a 30 minute, 45 minute show. So she's trying to tell it in such a way. I suppose. And you know it's being edited. Uh, yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. That's what I asked you to do. I so, know I'm just coming in with it with like, get out of there, Robin, go. the whole time I was just Robin, leave. call me. Just leave, Rob, just leave. Rob, just anybody leave. out just there, Robert's situation, send us an email. You can come live with me. <laughs> You oh my God! Do it. That that, <laughs> that was on Kevin's. <laughs> Just get out of there. We'll figure it out. So the last thing Robin should probably be doing is encouraging Craig to get more guns. So she buys him a gun cabinet. Well, she said that she had bought him that earlier that I got him for Christmas one year. Uh-huh. And in, when you are in a uh, uh, marriage, a, 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 <laughs> a relationship, I'm saying rural. I, I don't know. I don't know a nice word for saying rural country. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, they were a country couple. They, okay. they. I'm sure he hunted and fished and did all that kind of stuff. So having yeah, a gun, you have ca- a mullet like that. You, you have hunt. a gun cabinet. It's not a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, well, I, I was like, uh huh. When she said shoot. that, I was shaking her head. Yeah, he didn't okay. say, "Here's where the key is." He took the key and hid it from her. Well, but- so one day when he's at work, she's just so curious because there's a cabinet at the bottom of it, and she unscrews the hinges, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, and she finds a pistol she's never seen before. But later, there was a little black gun in there that I don't know where that came from. I'd never seen this gun before. And so that kind of made me a little nervous. That scared me because I thought, what is he doing with this gun that I don't know about? And it was a little gun. It was only like this big. So why are you staying there? You've now found a pistol you've never seen before. He comes home one night super drunk and... Is this the one where he goes out in the back? He gets the gun out that she's not supposed to know about right in front of her. He walks out the front door and he just fires it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes out and he shoots it up yeah. in the air in and, like the backyard a like, bunch of she times. She thought maybe he was uh, going to shoot her, but he lost his nerve and he just went out and shot a few rounds into the air to just, you know, metabolize his anger. Or and again, He's a this is one of those situations where this guy who... If this, if this is the type of person... Okay, if you're this guy, mm-hmm. you're... A shit stain. Okay. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. You're shit. Stain. Yep. So if you I don't care if you were abused as a kid, right, whatever. You, this you is can not make acceptable. your life better. Yeah. So this guy is at this point just fucking with her. Yeah, yeah. And he, again, he just likes to anti he's got the perfect victim. And she's he's just and she's and she said, This is the gun he's gonna kill me with. Mm-hmm. This is what he's gonna So she went out and picked up the casings. And gave them to her and friend. And gave them to her friend. If something happens to me, now this is where I kind of changed my leave. Just leave. Yeah. Just leave. Mm-hmm. Just leave. Just leave. Yeah. Then we're told that the one of the adult daughters of oh, oh, we get to that. Lives near. Yep. So this she work. even kind of had a place to that, kind of go, and we'll get there. We'll get, we're coming. We're up getting on to that, that right now. Okay. Okay. Not too many weeks later, he comes home drunk yet again. She's in bed reading, and she hears him walking around the house. She looks down the hall, and it is terrifying. He's got a rifle <laughs> over his shoulder, oh and he is methodically unscrewing the light bulbs. light bulbs. That's some fucked. That's, that's some crazy terrifying. Ass that's shit. terrifying. 
terrifying. Out of the blue, the phone <coughs> rings, and it's her daughter saying, I don't know, I just felt like I had to call and check in on you. And, and she That's says, cool. well, yeah. he's walking around the house, he's got a rifle, he's going to kill me. And she, and then she asks her daughter, what do I do? And the daughter's <laughs> like, well, go and make him an omelet. She said, I just had a weird feeling I needed to call you. I said, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me tonight. He's unscrewing light bulbs. He's got a gun. I'm going to die. And she said, hang up the phone and get out of the house. As soon as I got off the phone with her, I just looked around and I didn't see him. He went out the front door and he went to cut the phone line. When he went out the front door, I ran out the back door and around and down the street and waited for Tina to come pick me up. But I'm telling she's you, these there are people that are in these situations, and they uh, they don't know what to do. So she says, "Get the hell out of there." She goes out the back door when Craig goes out the front. She thinks to cut the phone line. Not sure, but he goes outside. To no, do he cut the he cut the phone. No, line. that's that's what I'm saying. When he goes out the front door, she thinks he's going out to cut the phone line. She's speculating. Oh. but at that point, she goes out the back door, runs down the street, and she meets up with her daughter Tina. Now Tina has also been having marriage problems. She's moved down from Connecticut Oof. to be near her mom. She's got a house Oof. right there in town, and they go over and stay there. And I'm like, why didn't you go over and stay with Tina? And then it's maybe it's like, I don't want to drive he Tina knows, into this. Well, no. Small town. Think of it. Small town. Everybody knows that Craig? Craig. Craig knows where Tina lives. Yeah. He knows the, the ever, Oh, that's Craig. You know that you know. I... Super small. Okay. Uh, St. Michael's. If this was going on in St. Michael's when you were growing up, you knew. Oh, you know Paul and Betty. Paul gets drunk and beats on Betty. Yeah. You know that stuff yep. happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, this. if she said he was going to kill me once, she said it a thousand times. And I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? If you leave and he kills you, at least you tried to leave and he killed you, you know? <laughs> but you're just, oh, okay, that makes it better. You know? But if she, goes to, if she goes to Michigan and tries to start again and he tracks her down and kills her, at least you tried to get away from him. I, yeah, I'm I, not. You know, I'm seeing I, it from I the wrong. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing, but I'm just doing that because I want to be seen. I, uh, <laughs> I just would have done anything if I, I thought uh, yeah. my partner was going to kill me, and it was just a matter of time, or and he would track me down. I'd at least make a run for it. Well, see, that's one thing that you know. This is a little feather in my cap. I am far crazier than anybody I've ever met, so I know I can go bullshit ape shit crazy on them and out crazy they're crazy so you're gonna go sneak around the house and then do the light bulbs in my house okay all right <laughs> as Bring i it. as i rub my hands together okay now <laughs> it's, it's a game the state mental institution <laughs> they loved me there yeah uh, as i'm in the closet putting on my all black blackout clothes with the cape and the, and the, the, <laughs> night, the night vision goggles Right. Shall we play a game? <laughs> oh, this isn't funny. Oh, this isn't funny. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so she's asking her daughter what to do. Her daughter is like, get out of there. And he apparently has gone out. You know, he's cutting lines. So we already talked about this. So they go. And so now she's gone to court to get a restraining order. Finally. And he's there, right? You know, oh. finally from the other rooms, oh. the neighbors, oh, the really? neighbors, the we are neighbors down the street. Finally. finally. Yeah. Okay. She goes to get a restraining order. He's there. The judge is saying, why do you need a restraining order? We have no records of any domestic abuse. So she said, he's killed people before. What? Yeah. He told me he killed his cousin. And then the judge says to Craig, have you killed somebody? He said, did you find a body? Right. Exactly. So that's, he thinks that's the get out of jail free card that there's no body body he, so he, he's he, resting on that like up oh. You can't really do anything. And she said he's super arrogant. He just leaned back in the chair and said that. And the judge kind of was like, you know what? Well, we're going to give you this restraining order. We're going to err on the side of caution. You've got two weeks to get out of that house. The way she described it, too, he said basically, like, we're going to do you a favor. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, if you're going into court and requesting a restraining order because you're scared for your protection, and the judge is like, well, we really don't believe you, but okay. Oh, fuck you, judge. Fuck that judge. <laughs> hard you've got this mullet wearing uh, all right so she's got two weeks and so here's where it gets even more fucked uh, up uh, so this was a friday friday night tina said she was going to come and get her mom they were going to go and do something tina never shows up her mom is like she must have gotten distracted didn't think too much of it she's in the house that she shared with craig i don't know where craig is but i'm sure craig's somewhere sharpening a knife <laughs> 
And uh, the next morning, Tina's neighbor calls and says, I don't know what's going on, but there are a bunch of cops and ambulances over at Tina's house. Uh. So she races over there and, well... There's police tape everywhere. And I walked up and the woman said, are you Robin? I said, yes. She said, are you Tina's mother? I said, yes. She said, well, she's deceased. Yeah, and and this is the big out of nowhere ID. You can't do this. Suddenly we have drugs and Craig's on drugs her daughter's on drugs and this has not been mentioned in it not at all and so it was a little blood and then this goes back to why Robin seems a little I'm not I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say anything negative about Robin's Robin, made some bad choices. She's, she's well, not bad choices. Everybody in this, but there, but her, the life. This, you know, it's not like everything's completely fine. And then there's this incident. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, 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 there I, I, are I, other I, things going on that yeah, weren't and, portrayed in the story. To be honest, you've got hand tattoos. You've got mullets. <laughs> You've got heroin. Someone's going to die. There's truth. Yeah, this, okay, this is okay, a, this okay, is a recipe for murder. Let's take the hand tattoos uh-huh. and the mullets All out the of the elements situation. All the elements so, are here. Un, so this is the first time any serious drug usage is mentioned. Right. And apparently at this also at this time, we find out that Craig is kind a, a, of a dealer. A, a, an addict or a dealer. And Robin says, I know that Craig gave her that heroin and he knew it was too strong and that she would overdose on it and then not too many minutes later in the documentary she kind of recants she's like well i don't know if he did that but that was you know i think he did but if he, i i feel like he did if he was well, dealing with smack you know here here's something it was like fentanyl or something you know how that, that yeah i know but and then i'm thinking to myself well the the daughter robin's daughter you mean to tell me that's who she's gonna go get her drugs from i know lot, from the, her estranged I, uh, uh, and uh, this uh, is this is because we simply we meaning uh, us kevin and i have no idea what's going on yeah from her so estranged the, the way the story the way the story was told, i wouldn't be at all surprised no, if, if and, they were on good good drug speaking terms right and i and you know, i uh, yeah, did, you treat my Mama likes shit. You got any good stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come oh around back, honey. I, I, I think it might be like that. I did. I could not find anything out about like previous drug arrests or anything. I couldn't There's find anything a, like a, that. A so, okay. Anyway. So, okay. the Sunday following uh, Tina's death, so she died on Friday. Sunday, Debbie goes to the church where Craig's dad's a deacon. She tells him what has happened. <sighs> and, and he. What? And so then he calls Craig on the phone and he said, Good, the bitch deserved it. And then Robin goes into this big weird. If he said good, the bitch deserves it. Meaning he's talking her, about me. Man, and if it, well, here's here's the audio. Sometimes when I think about that conversation, sometimes my brain goes to that he said she deserves it or she deserved it. If he said deserves with an S, he meant that I deserve it. I deserve to have my daughter dead. If he said deserved with a D, then he meant that Tina deserved to be dead. I feel like this was sort of from the episode where the captain is like, I, oh, I got to call help. Remember oh, the audio Lord. thing? And it's like, and if he said, I but need to call I, for I, help. I, I'm, I'm focused on the fact that his father is a deacon in a church. That says a lot, especially in a small town. Yeah. It's like, who's the biggest partier in town? The preacher's yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, so if he was brought up in that type of a situation, I can see where this, but I, I don't, I'm, I'm very interested into as to what she thought that would accomplish. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And and again, we're not. We don't know the whole story. We don't know what's going on. It's a lot. But at this point, Robin's acting. I just. I'm like Robin. You don't get to act shocked at this point. (laughs) You should see this stuff coming. But I don't know. So now she's moved out and she's living in a separate house. We don't really know where. But again, the house looks really nice. Probably much nicer than it actually was because the story is more compelling if they're living in nice places. But she's staying with a friend. No, no, no. I no, no, no. I don't know. I think. I think that there's something. She was in the house and she had two weeks to get her stuff out. Mm-hmm. This was so she's in their house. No, but she's now moved to another house and she has a friend living with her. They're out of that house. They're out of Craig's house. So he is driving by the house regularly, flashing a gun. She takes pictures. Her new roommate and the new house that they're at says, yeah, that's him. She takes the pictures to a judge. It says, can we do something? And he's like, you can't prove that's him. It's like, this is a picture of him. And the judge is like, I I, I you know, I don't see it. This just ridiculous it, 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 level. It, 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 it almost got to like, 
like bad movie level, like, mm-hmm. you know, like bad writing. So we don't know. I, I, sorry that I keep saying that, but this is a, a 15 year ordeal punched yeah. down into 45 minutes. I'm sure there's lots of details that are getting left out. And as much as I feel for Robin, I'm like, why didn't you just leave? Why move to another, just leave? move. <laughs> Um, I, I, that was my thing. And I, I just, out of the blue, Robin is contacted by an investigator from the county where Terry went missing. Word has gotten out that Robin had accused Craig in open court of killing Terry. You and know, if, you told but the, again. No, 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 no against. <laughs> Terry has been talking about this for years. Craig, this isn't, Craig has been talking about it for years. Craig has been talking about this stuff for years. He's been bragging about doing this. So why after she goes to court? Court, puts her life on the line, talks about him. Or now they're approaching her. Okay, so a couple of years later, the district attorney of Ware County, where Terry went missing, wants to look at cold case files, and they want to look at this. It has gotten through, uh, you know, through the grapevine that Debbie has accused Craig in open court of killing Terry. So the detective gets her in for an interview. Who's Debbie, De- she's the star of the show. <laughs> Robin? Robin, did I say Debbie? Yes. So this detective wanted to hear Robin's side of the tale. And in March 2012, Craig is finally arrested for the 1991 disappearance of his cousin. And we find out that even though it had taken this long time, Everybody thought he did it, and they were just trying to get enough evidence against him. And Robin was a supposed, you know, like Robin big, thought she was going to be the only one testifying. And there were lots of other people. People were there. lined up out yeah, the door, lined up, lined up so, like like they were for your character to win this trial <laughs> earlier in the episode. <laughs> but everybody was like, "Oh my god!" If he said it once, he said it a million times. And he threatened other people. He's like, "I put Terry in the swamp. I'll do the same thing yeah. to you. Where's my yeah, money?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that so many people were testifying. I thought I was basically the only one. But all the people in our group were contacted by law enforcement and they all started testifying. And I could not believe everyone had the exact same story of what he said to us about how, where, when with Terry's murder. He would talk about this, say this to everyone. His mistake was not keeping his secret to himself. They don't, apparently, testimony is enough. They didn't, never found a body. You always hear that to get a conviction in a murder case, you need the weapon and you need the body. Or you need one or the other. If well, it's all I just think, conjecture. Of course, I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. But if it's like someone casually makes some statement like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, yeah, I uh, him. as a as opposed to multiple, multiple people saying, he told me this. And I also think that the way they described it is that the details were always the same. There were no, there was no, uh, oh, I slit his throat. Oh, I mm-hmm. hung him. I, yeah, no, off, off, I chopped off. him up. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So, and, so cor- corroborating evidence or right. corroborative corroborating stories. Corroborating evidence, or, right. Or, or, no, not evidence. There's, there's a term when everybody's telling the same story that aren't connected. Uh-huh. And there's a term for it. And I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, they, they did that. The fact that he was named, he tried to, collect the life insurance money all that it was enough for a jury it was a jury trial and they convicted him he got life with the possibility of parole um after nine years and he gets fat in prison by the way so, how how do you get fat in prison uh, i don't know i get fat <laughs> i don't because, know i get fat because i have access to a refrigerator a grocery store and food delivery services yeah how do you get fat in prison yeah well he's, he came up now i understand part of robin's lingering terror uh he came up for parole in 2019 he didn't make it she says in this next clip and i I get it now that she lives in fear that if he ever gets out, he's just going to make a beeline to her. Uh, Robin, I don't know if he'll do that, but I get your fear. Now it's 10 years since then. To this day, I feel if he ever gets out of prison, he's coming. I go online every now and then and look up the offender search just to make sure he's still in there because I do worry that he will get paroled one day. He was actually eligible for parole in May of 2019. And I don't know how far he will go to try to find me because all he's got right now is time to be angry. And when he only had a little bit of time to be angry, it was bad enough. But now here's years of him being angry. If he ever gets out, I'm dead. 
because the first person they're going to go to if she's found dead, hey, Craig, you're going right back in the slammer. Well, he's not going to care. Right. Well, I mean, he's out. Does he want to go and kill? But he's not going to care. He's if he's if he's been if he's institutionalized this long, right? He's out for a couple of weeks. He's going to go kill. He's going to go kill Robin. Go right back in. He's going to go back in. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's awful. That's that's a common. Is it? Is it? I'll go out and get my revenge and go right back in. Yeah, because well, I'm already in jail now. My life's over. I'm never going to be able to get a job. I'm never blah 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 blah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't think about that. I literally just saw the light bulb. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, I'm that dim sometimes. But uh, but uh, Robin at the end of this says she thinks that it's actually good that she went through the documentary. Telling the story made me realize that I have been blaming myself for a whole lot of things that weren't my fault. And there's a little bit of more work to do to try to forgive myself for certain things. But I think this is like real. This is a real good thing for me. This is going to allow me to have a life and get out of all this. Thanks. Yeah, Robin, you know what? You, you're you brave. This was, I, I see it from one side, and I know it had to have been so much not what I was seeing. Wow. I experienced it one way, and I was like, just go. <laughs> go. But she, uh, she's in fear. You know, this guy's crazy. She doesn't know what he's going to do. And, I you, see and you keep pointing out she's in love with him. And, and, but, yeah. At first, yeah. at first she was in love with him, and then, and then, you know, they've been together. Their lives are intertwined. They live together. Their money's together. They, you know, maybe she didn't have access to. Who knows? We don't know. But they, they have their reasons for staying. Whatever they are, I know. I, they I'm have seeing their it reasons. from such a privileged spot. It, I know. Yeah. Now, in my in my research, well, I, I want to say I want to say one thing, Robin. If you're listening, if you find a new love interest or you found a new one, <laughs> as soon as a single red flag shows up, be it a hand tattoo a mullet or heroin addictions i want to see a robin shaped hole in the nearest wall and i want you to call me because i'll put you up and we'll figure this out okay (laughs) calm down dr phil oh my god i in my in my in my research i couldn't find out anything else other than that he was still in jail as of 2020 yep i couldn't find anything newer than 2020 i couldn't find much about her i I couldn't find anything about her good for her is it possible when you leave the military can you go back in because of as of 2015, they had relisted her as a marine photographer. Well, she so, could be a because that's where she started out back in but the. But she could and, be a, uh, a, civ- a civilian. Uh-huh. Uh, blah blah blah. All right, you know. So, but I wish her Godspeed. I when wish we last her, see her, she's on that porch swing on that really nice house. <laughs> <laughs> Highly unlikely that's her house, simply because of the circumstances. But you know, I, I, my heart went out to her, yep. and good for you, Robin. Oof, though you, you came oof. out the other side. You know, has a really nice porch swing. Oh no, no. You. Oh, <laughs> we were just sitting on it earlier. But anyway, thanks you guys for going down this trail with us, and congratulations, Robin, for surviving. Yes, and this was a weird one. This yeah. was really spoke to me. I don't know why. We look forward to um, talking to y'all again. You got anything to say? Because arrivederci, au revoir, au revoir, <laughs> au revoir, <laughs> plural, <laughs> plural, <laughs> multiple au revoir. <laughs> She's in love with me.